I am the one and only. Can't take that away from me. Sorry, Mr. Hawks. Uh, you're behind on your energy bills. Uh, so we're going to have to to repossess you. Ooh. Hello, and welcome to episode 53 of the Stu and Al pod. Stu, uh, that's a, a bleak fore, foresight of uh, the upcoming energy crisis, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sad time. So, Stu, how you been? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, not bad. I've just I've been on holiday. Been on holiday. Hey, huh? You've been? Uh, Devon. Oh. Yeah, it's been really nice. Wollacombe? No, she went of her own accord. <laughs> um, no, um, I went to um, a place called Brixham. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Nice. Yeah, it's really nice, isn't it? Took my daughter down and we, we went swimming every day, Stu. Yeah. Yeah, swimming every day. <laughs> went to the zoo. Went to the zoo, yeah. Stu. Saw loads of animals. Didn't have any lions in, paint. though. Yeah, painting. Paint, paint yeah. zoo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. So, yeah. Go on, Stu. What, what you got to tell me? Well, uh, Terry Wogan's back out. Oh, bloody hell. Is he, is he Irish again? Yeah, he's Irish. <laughs> he's Irish. Actually, no, no. Irish. Oh, yeah, Remember sorry. last week he said he was going to go to Kill Kill Men in Jail this week. Oh yeah, all right. Click. Hello there, it's Terry Morgan here. Him from Children of Need. Him from the Eurovision. Him from anything BBC threw at me at the time. And uh, it's episode two of Morgan's Island. So this week, chat shit, get banged up. As we're in Kilmainheim jail. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I have a cough. <clears throat> Built in 1796 and called New, J- <clears throat> New Jail, this site has continued on a, as a site of historical importance. Successful challenges preventing it becoming a bargain booze or being a superstar proved successful. Kept its heritage good there, so it did. Lovely. The so-called new jail was built to distinguish itself from the older jail called Old Jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Legendary Dublin uprising criminals have been held here and multiple malevolent spirits have been here too. Uh, however, it is not disabled access friendly. Oh. It's a 5 out of 10 Wogan approval as there are limited cafe options and there are no on-site parking and there are no men's toilets either. Uh, now let's take a walk into the past and take part in this week's ghost hunt. Join me next week, where I'll be in Glen Bay National Park in County Donegal. I'll hopefully be joined by This Is Your Life presenter, Michael Askupu. Goodbye for now. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks uh, there, Stu. That was, that was lovely. What are you drinking, Stu? What you got? I've got Retio. <laughs> oh, I've got some um, Stella Artois unfiltered. Oh, yeah, I had some that big week. So it's got loads of dirt in it because it's unfiltered. It's not great, is it? I, don't, uh, I quite like it. Give it a six. Yeah, all right. I'd give it a seven. Or actually, I'd give it an eight. I do like it. Uh, not, um, not... Stu, uh, you got anything else? Yeah, I have actually. Sorry, I've been busy this week. I was writing a lot of stuff. Um, it's been an interesting week, to be honest with me. Yeah. You've had your holiday. While you've been uh, holidaying, I've been jotting. Oh. Um, but yeah, I found a uh, recipe from Morocco. 
uh, this week for homemade dinner rolls. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it calls for fresh thyme, uh, but mine was outdated, but I still used it anyway. Yeah. And you know, as I reminisce about it now, Al, I really like that old time Moroccan roll. Yep, very good. <laughs> speaking of Morocco, Al, speaking of Morocco, I used to work there and yeah. in Turkey and in China. But then I came back to the UK as there were too many red flags. Yeah. Oh, very good. Speaking of flags, Al, speaking yeah. of flags, I went to a party dressed in uh, flags once. Yeah, it was a semi formal Jew. Semaphoral Jew. Oh, yeah, very good. Never mind. Speaking of uh, parties now, did you uh, hear about Andrew Garfield, Toby Maguire and Tom Holland the other week? No. Yeah, they got into an accident on the way to a party the other night. Apparently, they're all terrible parallel parkers. Peter! Peter! (laughs) I'm I'm done. (laughs) Well, Steve, following on from last week's uh, rather successful new... Uh, 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 segment which was uh, travels, with Bruce. Bruce. travels with Bruce. Stu, what did you yeah. think about that? Loved it. Did you would if you were to describe it in a word, what would it be? Marvelous. Yeah, excellent. So, <laughs> well, Stu, I've got a new another new feature this week that I'd like to try out if you don't mind. Have you not got that again? Put in. You're not doing that again. No, I've got another new one. This one's just oh. good though. It's called Ask Britney Spears. Okay. Okay. Um, So um, I've got Britney Spears here. I'm going to ask her a couple of questions. Okay. Well, she's here now. Yes, she's she's just off camera. You can't see her. She's a bit shy. So, are you ready? Um, Britney, Britney, um, what month follows April? It's going (laughs) to be May. (laughs) Can I ask Britney a question? I've got one more. I've got one more, and then you can ask her. Okay. Brittany, Brittany, which member of Queen would you most like to collaborate with? <laughs> it's going to be May. <laughs> um, Brittany, out of all the Manchester United defenders that have ever played for Manchester United, who was your favourite player? Mm, oh, she's thinking, she's thinking. It's going to be May. <laughs> <laughs> Good feature, that, isn't it? You get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> See if you can think of any more. We'll bring it back at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. With all that done, let's move hey, on. Uh... Hey, uh... <laughs> let's move on to top three. Top three. In each episode, me and Al take a trip to the top three world where we set each other a subject, tell each other our top three things about it, and then get everyone online to say their top three things about it as well. So if you don't get what I'm saying, it's if I was to say to you, what are your top three cameras? Cameras? Yeah. Uh, speed camera? Yeah. Um, that old, the footballer who used to play for Fulham camera, is it TT camera? TT camera, yeah. And the Nikon X550. Oh. Yeah, it's good that, isn't it? What about you? Uh, the Canon 200D. Mm-hmm. Henri Camara. Camara. Yeah. And um, the hit song by The Knack, My Camara. My Camara. Well, Stuart, it was my choice um, for this episode. 
And I went with top three conspiracy theories. How did you find it, Stu? Yeah, very good. Um, just a quick one about the socials, Al. Only yeah. one has actually contributed properly this week. Everyone else has just gone boring. Really? You'll know what I mean when I read them uh, out. Stu, I've, I've got my own conspiracy theory. Um, it's called the conspiracy theory theory, which is that conspiracy theories are made up to um, deter us from the real conspiracy theories. I don't know if it works, but, you know. Stu, what's your third favourite conspiracy theory? <laughs> Mine? Yeah. Uh, so, number three. Yep. We've got the, uh, the Titanic being sunk by an iceberg. Oh, nearly had this one myself, Stu. Yeah. I mean, I find it very hard to believe that such a huge ship on its maiden voyage could be sunk by a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wash me. Yeah, wash water. Yeah. Uh, but I tested out my theory. I spent all day yesterday chucking lettuce at a window, and it never even made a dent. Never smashed anything. It was just completely fine. So in conclusion, uh, this was all made up uh, fabrication. I don't believe the Titanic was sunk by an iceberg. Oh, well, Stu, this is a this is a great conspiracy theory because a lot of people seem to think that it was the sister ship that was almost identical to the Titanic that was actually sank because it was in um, disrepair. And they did it as a uh, like a, a, an insurance job, but uh -huh. it's been proved that it wasn't because the windows were different on the two ships. And you know, it's a great theory though, like the the Titanic one. I love it, <coughs> great. But I love conspiracy theories. I think they're f fascinating. But yeah, do you want my number two, Stu? I like number three first, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> go number three. Um, so my number three is. Uh, David Icke's shape-shifting reptilians that rule the world. Which is, now, if you don't know about this conspiracy theory, I would say go and check it out. It is absolutely brilliant. So David Icke, who's an ex-footballer still, isn't he? Leicester City. Leicester City, ex-footballer David Icke, um, thinks that interdimensional creatures manipulate events to keep humans in fear. He also believes that most of the world's leaders are actually shape-shifting lizards. So the queen, he said, is, is a shape-shifting lizard. Most politicians and, and people like that. Uh, he believes that the moon, or he's changed his mind, I think, to Saturn, are holographic experiences uh, that are broadcast by the reptiles to fool humans into thinking that they're real. Uh, he also believes that the reptiles are from another dimension. Um, and what does he call them? I think it's Anunnaki or something like that but it's it's fascinating like I'd, I'd really like to read one of his books just to sort of see how far he goes but I don't know how he came up with I've, I've read a bit about him I know that he thinks that he's got a call a higher calling to sort of go into these things but I think it, he used to head he used to head the ball a lot didn't he yeah I think he did but he still goes and does talks now he goes and does like these massive talks and things so that's crazy, but you know, you gotta believe some of it in you, so <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, go on then, Steve. Give us your number two. Uh number two, I've got the conspiracy theory that candles were the original cause of COVID nineteen. Candles? Candles, yeah. Yeah, okay. How many? Four. <laughs> <clears throat> this one could have some truth to it, to be honest with you, but um so the studies show that everywhere where COVID was rife in populated yeah. areas, 
uh, every time that area had lots of Yankee candle shops nearby as well. Is this real? Is this could be a pattern? There could be a pattern there. Is this one that you've actually found, not one you've made up? Yeah, it's real. Bloody hell. <laughs> um so candles could be the cause. I mean, I am biased, of course, being an anti-waxer. <laughs> oh, that's good. Hold on, where's the bell? Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, nah, I've made that one up now. Not really. Oh, <laughs> what a shame. I'm gutted that you've made that up. <laughs> that's really good. So have you got a real number two? Is that your number two? That is my number two, yeah. Okay. Right, well, my number two, Stu, is the flat earth theory. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so the flat earth the theory first emerged in the 19th century, apparently in England, Stu, <coughs> which I think is pretty yeah. good. Um, oh, hold on a second. I'm just trying to read my own notes. Um, century, despite... Uh, oh, sorry, despite Pythagoras's uh, theory about the earth being, being uh, round, um, uh, well, a sphere... Um, it was re recently promoted by USA software consultant Mark Serpent. Now, Stu, he's a software cons consultant. It's not like Serpent. he's just signed. Serpent, lizard, serpent. <gasps> Holy it shit. Oh, God. Through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> um, he, there's a YouTube, he, he's got his own YouTube channel, which he discusses these things and goes through the theories. Stu, I, I was trying to find celebrities who believe in this. Apparently, Freddie Flintoff, ex-cricketer, is a flat earth is flat earth curious. So he's he's got a lot of theories on it. He, he kind of thinks that it could be true. Um, there's a there's some great videos on YouTube, Stu, that you might want to check out. Uh, flat Earthers proved wrong by people. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you properly research the kind of flat Earth theory and stuff like that. I mean, it goes back to maps and stuff like that of people thinking, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of years ago when we didn't have, you know, the technology we've got now, then yes, people probably did think it was flat because they didn't know about the solar system and everything like that. But now, surely you cannot think that that it's flat. It's just... Well, they, they, um, they stitched themselves up this week, didn't they, when they said about their, um, <coughs> their membership. So they got, they've got members all around the world. <laughs> Say that again slowly. I mean, all over the disc-shaped planet. Oh no, because planet's spherical. But it's just—it's genius. I think it's—I think it's—it's it's hilarious. I just find it fascinating. But yeah, that's my number two. So, what's your favourite conspiracy theories, Stu? Uh, how the dinosaurs all died. Okay. Yeah. Go on then. Now the theory is that dinosaurs died. When an asteroid hit the Earth, wiping them all out. Yeah. I believe it was to do with their eggs becoming rotten. <laughs> okay. And this led to a mass extinction. Yeah. This isn't another one you've made up, is it? Yeah. Led to a mass extinction. Yeah. Rotten you were supposed eggs. to actually look at real conspiracy theories. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I'll... Right. Well, I'll move on to my number one then. <laughs> not playing properly. These are good ones. They've you watched... heard of the uh, COVID nineteen one. This you that you made up. Yeah, but it could be believable. Yeah. Oh. So my my favourite conspiracy theory is the Illuminati. Who are they playing? I 
I love everything to do with the conspiracy theories around the Illuminati. I find it fascinating. And I like that bloke. Is it Alex Jones who just shouts all the time because he's ridiculous? He's always shouting about the Illuminati. You have a look at him on YouTube, Alex Jones. He's an um, American crackpot. Uh, so the Illuminati, Stu, um, it originating was, a, was the Bavarian Illuminati, which is a secret society from 1970, uh, sorry, 1776 to 1785. Uh, Adam Weisbrot, uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, who was a German law professor, um, got a group together of enlightened, be, uh, enlightened ones who they wanted to, um, to sorry, influence political powers. There were six of them to start with. They wanted to sort of um, influence political decisions so that they could one day rule the world. That didn't work, uh, even though they got up to about four, four to six hundred members, I think, in the end. But uh, all around the world, yeah. Then the, it was, it, it was, it was gotten rid of, and this is, and then conspiracy theories started oh. to go after the yeah. end about Illuminati. Did, did, did they get rid of it? Well, that's well, the A lot, a lot of people think that it was. A lot of scientists, I think Galileo was one of the like original members of something about people who wanted to talk about theories about science and stuff like that. And the Catholic Church weren't didn't want them to go about talking about things that might dispel things in the Bible or something like that. But now, Stu, like like we know, well, there's there's evidence that was Illumina there was an Illuminati many, uh, many, many years ago. But it was I think all that Dan Brown books and all that. Oh, yeah, the Dan Brown, Dan Brown, stuff like that. But now, Stu, when people talk about the Illuminati, they talk about people, and I've got a list of people who are apparently in the Illuminati. You ready for it? Are we allowed to read these out? Sorry? I'm no, allowed to do it. All right. I'll <laughs> do it anyway. Jay-Z, oh. Beyonce, Kanye West, Tom Hanks, uh, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Justin so. Bieber, the list goes on, Stu. But it's mainly just people in the music industry. So, like, if there's Illuminati that are people in the music industry, I don't know if that's a massive concern. If you're like, there's, there's obviously people saying that you know Bill Gates and uh, I think Clinton, Obama, people like that were all in it as well. But when you research on the web on online, a lot of it is just music music stars who are apparently in the right. so that's yeah. like a record label, is it? Something Illuminati yeah. record? Oh, it could be. Hmm. And apparently, like because people throw up the triangle sim symbol, that's the sign of the Illuminati, and um, because the light ones are at the top, and all to do with like the dollar bill and the owl and stuff like that. There's a lot about it, and there may you know there may well be a, a group of people that influence a lot of things around the world but you know that's just the way it is but i i just love the theories on the illuminati i think it's great it could be a thing with the uh the higher ups running the countries you know there's yeah. like people above the government but if like you that. know if if Not for example you are in the illuminati or you're a shape-shifting reptilian give us a call come on the podcast yeah. tell us we're not allowed to talk about it not today like I'll have to kill you, tell you what I'll do. Don't oh, we'll, just, we'll just like... Men, kind of... in, men in black suits, isn't it? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, we could just disguise their voice. <laughs> yeah. Go on then, Stu. Uh, tell us the social media stuff. 
Okay, so we'll start with Alison Hammond. Yeah. Um, she's gone with the Queen is dead, represented yeah. by yeah. a lookalike, and CGI is used for public addresses. Yeah. This all stems a long way back from um, she just died naturally, and they covered that up along with all the stuff like with uh, William and Harry not really being children of Prince Charles. Yeah. There's talk of Harry being a son of uh, James, James Hewitt, isn't it? William could be the son of Prince Andrew. No. But that, that's, that's all kinds of rabbit holes you don't really want to go down. No. <clears throat> um, number two, some sharks have been weaponized and trained to kill tourists in certain countries. Tourists okay. slash targets. Ah. I think I saw a film about that. Jaws? Yeah. Yeah. I swear they trained dolphins to do something similar during the war. Oh, weren't they? Uh, or was it was it seals to um, seal? Is it a plant or or take out bombs or something? I can't remember. They had bombs strapped to them, didn't they? Something. Yeah. Heat out like that. <laughs> uh, number three: wind turbines actually power cooling fans underground to keep missiles and high explosives cool. Oh, that's a good idea, though, isn't it? That's interesting. You know what, Stu? Just to add, completely at random, one of my ambitions is to go and stand under a massive wind turbine. I I'll don't do the Marilyn Monroe thing. Oh, Mr. President. <laughs> well, it'd be above me, so I'd wear a loose fit. Oh, sorry, you said, you said below it, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also a bonus one out there. Bigfoot is real and has its own FBI profile. Uh, it was actually a human ape hybrid that was released into the wild. Yep, fair enough. Still full believable ones there, so well done. Well done to Alison Hammond. I think she's won this week's um, top three. Everybody else, Bren, Daryl Tran, JFK assassination, the yep, Area 51 yep. cover-up, and all people in power are reptiles. Yeah. Um, thing there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank has also gone for the JFK assassination cover up, the Roswell incident, Area 51. Yep. Brendan, so far. And uh, number three, who or what is at the centre of the earth? Now, we did tell Frank we were going to try and solve all these for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, who JFK? Um, Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Um, the Roswell incident, Area 51. It was Marilyn Monroe. And who or what is at the centre of the earth? Marilyn Monroe. There you go, Frank. Ask <laughs> Marilyn. <laughs> Marilyn. Uh, regular Gav. Do you think we should give Regular Gav a theme tune? I've come up with one this week, Al. You ready? Go on then. Regular Gav. Regular Gav. Regular Gav. That's good, but you can add this on the end of it, Stu. Regular, ready? Regular Gav. Regular Gav. Regular Gav. He talks a load of old shite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from now on, we're doing that. <laughs> yeah. So you do the three regular gab bits, and I'll do the he talks a load of old shite. Okay. Yep. So, number one, he's gone for Avril Levine died in 2003 and was replaced with a body double. Yep. Number two, Hitler and Eva Brown Braun, did not commit suicide and then they lived out their years in South America. Mm-hmm. I won't be happy if that were true. Uh, and the moon landings were staged. Yes, that's a great one. It's like bollocks. They landed on the moon. 
We landed on the moon. They landed on the moon. We don't have anything else to worry. No, they landed there. Telescopes in Australia watching them do it. Not fake. Well, I was there. Um, Mrs. Regular Gav. No, not yet. She's not been on long enough. Mr. Regular Gav says uh, the Queen is a lizard. So again, the power for people being lizards. Yep. Uh, yep. Vaccines give you autism. Yep. And the singer Rodriguez killed himself live on stage in Argentina who's actually working in a quarry. I don't know who that is. I like it when they like people say like celebrities stage their own death and now they're living out their lives like somewhere else, like on an island or something. It's brilliant. Elvis could be Elvis. Oh, well, he's probably, probably gone now, isn't he? He's old, yeah, he'd be like. dead by now, wouldn't he? He'd be about, well, with all the stuff the drugs he used to take, he'd be gone. Uh, Johnny Hamill, the conspiracies he's gone for is flat earth twats. Yep. Uh, the jet fuel melt steel beams um, 9-11 theory. Oh, yeah. And the Liverpool players who pretended to have asthma so they could take PED inhalers. Okay. Not heard that one, but ah, fair enough. Yeah, they faked it last year, didn't they? They have these special inhalers. They all said they had asthma. And it was a big Ooh. joke about every match afterwards. Maybe they were uh, having an asthma attack when they were losing. <laughs> like when I lost to Man United last weekend. Ha! <laughs> and Richie B, finally, he's gone with the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, and the Moon Landings. Well, Unless he meant that the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot were responsible for the moon landing. I'm not sure. But that's a good one. I could believe that. Mm. So I've got a really good one for next top three. Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Nothing, next... from, nothing from Comrade? No, it's radio silence. Oh, nothing from oh, Keza G either. Bloody hell. Hey, we've not had anything from Keza G at all this week. No. She's been on holiday, isn't she? Yeah, she has. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, not this week, she hasn't. No, she's still been tweeting us as well. Oh, well. The miserable bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kez. Sorry, Katie. Let's call it Kerry. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. Katie. Uh, so, next on top three, I want your top three dinner party guest list. They can be alive or dead. Um. Now, no, they won't be dead when they come to the pie. So oh, that, that's what I was going to ask. When they were alive. Yeah, I wouldn't have to have like three corpses. No, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, interesting. Getting, getting corpse smell, corpse smells out of the dining room. It ain't no easy feat, Alan, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. That was my job uh, in Turkey. Stu, do you, do you want it as in three guests that would get along? You know, do I need to sort of make it so that we're all going to have a nice No, no, time? no. Just who do you want? Who do you, they can be people, so you could have Colleen and Rebecca Bardi, who hate oh, you've already got two of mine. So, ah. <laughs> can, no, I, no, can, so can I have whoever you want, somehow who, whoever you can want. I have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's all the same person. Oh, yeah. So now I've got two more. Yeah. <laughs> Mary and Joseph. <laughs> Mary and Joseph. Brilliant. Thanks, Lucy. So I'm definitely having Terry Wogan. <laughs> Terry Wogan, Des O'Connor, and Bruce Forsyth. I want Michael Caine. I would have Britney Spears, but it depends what month it's in. Um, so, if you, <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to contribute to the top three, um, yeah. 
<laughs> you would like to contribute to next episode's top three, we would like your top three dinner party guests. Then you can uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Stu and Alpod, or you can email us stuandalpod at gmail.com. So that was top three. And now it's time for 90s Corner. Middle 90. Nineties corner. In each episode, Stu and I are going through the nineties, and we are telling you our favourite film, single, and pop culture moment. <clears throat> we are in the year nineteen ninety six. In the last episode, we asked. Uh, well, we went through our top single from nineteen ninety six. Three lions didn't make it, but so uh, no. you've got the poll results. I assume. Never assuming they you and me. Right, um, yes. Uh, Al, there was 119 votes this week. Fucker doodle do. I know. Let's buy stars. There won't be this week, Steve, because it's pop culture and no one likes the pop culture one. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 119 um, votes, thanks to a lot of retweets from people there. Um, yep. In last place, Rage Against the Machine with Balls on Parade. You only got 8%. Oh, shame. It's shocked. It's probably. Oh, they're all good songs. So. Uh, third was um, Australia by the Manic Street Bridges. That was my choice. Yep. Only third. Bloody Second place with 27% is Killing Me Softly by the oh. Fuji. And with at one point, of the vote, Firestarter from the Prodigy was this week's winner. Okay, so that gets swept into 90s corner. But this week... 19. Lubinick. Yeah. We asked for your 1996 pop culture moment. Stu, what have you gone with? Uh, you're 96, Al. I loved it. Stu, I've also gone for your 96. I've also gone for your 96, Stu. You're going to go, yeah. 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 <laughs> the Gazagol. Couldn't not. Couldn't not. So, a treat for the listeners this week. You get three into the poll. Yeah, you do. So, what have the listeners said, Stu? Alison Hammond has gone for the split of Take That. Uh, yeah. Temporarily closed the portal to hell and peace was across the land. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That list is That's my new in. favourite at the moment. Oh, you're going to get beat, to be honest, mate. Alison Hammond, uh, she's done really well. Uh, Keith said joining the RAF. Ah. Ah. Uh, Mrs. Regular Gab, being at a rave in Johannesburg. Not really a culture moment. Sorry, hold on a second. These people are just sending in what they've done in that year. Yeah, they've not really got the gist of this week. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, regular Gav, regular Gav, regular Gav. He talks a load of old shite. <laughs> You're welcome, Gav. <laughs> Love you, Gav. Uh, he's on for Southgate's penalty miss and ruining everyone's summer. Yep. Also, an honourable mention to him and Brendotron meeting for the first time and then meeting Brendan's hot mum, what he said. Yeah, I, oh, I we're going to recreate for the, for the world that famous meeting between Brendotron and regular Gav. Okay. Who I, I playing? would play Brendan, okay. you would play regular Gav. Okay. What, was the, what was it again? Was it, was, did so Brendan met, ask Gav if he could sit down? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It was in a graphics class in uh, their school, I can't remember what school, probably Cosby High School or some bollocks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Well, do you want me to finish off the... No, 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 no go for it, Stu. Let's go for it. Hello there. My name is Brendo Tron. 
is your name Gav Regular? Yeah, my name's Regular Gav. <laughs> hey, what about that graphic lesson, huh? Yes, <laughs> I like graphics and Battlestar Galactica and Star Wars. What do you like? I like Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Let's be best Say. friends. Say, I don't have a seat. May I join you? Yes, of course. Let's be now. Let's be best friends forever and kiss a good one. <laughs> Agreed. Many years later, you will be my best man. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> when you visit my home, please do not hit on my hot mum. Oh, I can't. I, I I can't say I won't. Robot so, house. <laughs> so, um, Brendan and Gav, get in contact. Was that how it went? You can recreate how me and Al met if you want. We were three years old, though. Yeah, and we were at a strip club smoking yeah. and drinking. Necking vodka. <laughs> anyway, speaking of theme tunes. Just before we carry on, um, I'm finally catching up with a lot of podcasts, and I've just finished. Frankie's podcast on Jaws, um, Jaws and Jewel, which I really enjoyed. And I've not seen Jewel yet, so I really want to see it. Well, so yeah, I, mean, that was ages ago. <laughs> I know, but I'm so far behind with podcasts, like unbelievably behind. So I've only just listened to that one. I got a um, thingy this week, a meme from him on the Instagram page. So oh, I'll probably get mentioned again on the show soon. I have got the um, I've got the Jurassic Park trilogies to come. That was a good one. Next episode, I'm I've actually just started that one. It's just started up. I am gutted that I wasn't on that episode because I bloody love Jurassic Park. Yeah. I was but, gutted that I wasn't on the Star Wars episodes. No, I don't bother about that. That's that was my favourite episode so far, the uh, Star Wars. Apart from the one that we were on, of course. Yes, of course. Of course. If you'd like to um, look up Frank's pod, it is called Silver Screeners. And yes. we feature on the Coen Brothers episode. Yes. And uh, we are pleased to say that we'll be back on Soon for another edition of a show. Uh, I think it's something to do with Forrest Gump. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Yeah, Silver Screeners, check it out. He also does another pod with um, Dave from I'd Give That 10 Minutes. Yeah. Uh, movies Across the Pod. Check that out. It's very good. They're on episode five, I believe, now. So good for them. <laughs> yeah. I'd Give That 10 Minutes. Well, then, what, what, is, what did Frank say? Uh, the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta, which I believe is in Boston. Boston. Correct. Atlanta, Georgia is in Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> uh, Becca Skinner has picked the moment where Jarvis Cocker attacked Michael Jackson on stage at the Brit Awards. Skinner! We're <laughs> <laughs> done the Jarvis! <laughs> <laughs> when I lived with Becca Skinner, I used to say that. Get up! Did you? Uh, and Brent Ultron. My edition is the first Game of Thrones being published. Excellent. Still to come. Mike Reed has got a great tip about a wooden spoon this week. Oh, good. Uh, it's Ghostbusters 2016 versus Gone in 60 Seconds and Tits Up. Uh, sorry, Dinosaur Park goes Tits Up. Yep. Iron it down the bag of nails. You do? Very interesting fella this week. Oh, yeah. Very nice, man. Uh, Ali's back with Travels with Bruce Forsyth. 
Maybe. Maybe. And he might be back with Britney later. But speaking yeah. about, here's an advert. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's For years, it was thought that TV hardman Danny Dyer and ageing rocker Chris Rear had been used to cover up the infamous UFO incident at Roswell in 1947. That same year, the duo had thought to have designed a tummy trouble to distract the world from a possible alien invasion. This week on Channel 5, we uncover the unbelievable and earth-shattering truth. Dyer, Rhea and Roswell. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Absolute class. It will change how you think about life on other planets and watery excrement forever. <laughs> <laughs> Friday at nine on Channel 5. <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> that was good, that, wasn't it? <laughs> now it's time for the news. In each episode, Stu tells us two news stories, one true, one false. But this week, I think there's something a little bit different. But uh, we won't. I won't. Uh, I won't procrastinate too much. So, Stu, here you are. Here are your headlines. Yeah, we still got headlines, don't worry. Yeah, all right. Uh, this week, then, in the headlines, oh, police left baffled after finding a stolen prosthetic arm in a second-hand shop. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> a doctor was laughed out of a conference this week for suggesting that teen pregnancy drops off significantly around after the age of 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and scientists this week aimed a dig at the Flat Earth Society, or as we like to call them here, the Flat Earth Twats, <laughs> by suggesting that the sun looks too round. <laughs> Very good. But first, a stolen car ended up stuck on a flight of stairs in a Madrid metro station this week. Police mm -hmm. report that the driver was elderly and confused and the case would not escalate any further. Lovely. <coughs> Animal rights group, Peter, <laughs> has called for officials in Leicester to rename the city's pork pie roundabout to promote healthier food and help the environment. In a, letter, in a letter to Leicester Mayor Peter Salisbury, Ida wrote, This is not a pie-in-the-sky request, and we believe it should be called Vegan Pie Roundabout to help reduce Leicester's concerning obesity rates. What are those about bollocks? Yeah. This is actually true as well. I know it is, yeah. There's never been a better time to stop going around in, in circles and take a bite out of Leicester's obesity crisis. Who's going round pork pie roundabout and going, oh, I tell you what I fancy, a pork pie. Fucking idiots. Yeah. It's so isn't it? Uh, Peter, of course, can be likened to a box of chocolates, I guess, seeing as they both kill dogs. <laughs> Peter! <laughs> Call that me Peter. A cat named Rowdy has finally been caught after spending three weeks on the run in a U.S. airport. This airport was in Boston, by the way, Frank. I don't know if you've heard about this story or not. Could have been Frank's cat. Could have been. Frank's cat. 
Rahag's cat, Rahag's cat. He's in a bloody airport. Reports say animal experts were brought in to capture the feline, and it would have been caught sooner if it wasn't for so many delays at the airport. Oh. I and that, still, I hope uh, that cat's feline fine. He's in perfect condition. Elton. Oh, brilliant. Just pause there for a moment to appreciate that joke. Whiskers. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd hear someone whiskering. Oh, that's good. And finally, a <laughs> and finally, a car thief tried hiding inside a giant teddy bear. True. Oh yeah, I heard about this one. Uh, found out his fate this week in court. The criminal got nine months stuffed behind bars and is hoping to find a sentence bearable. Oh, good. <laughs> a bit of sport, Al. Yes, please. Yeah. Good. Uh, another true story, eh? Southend United found themselves the subject of mockery this week after the renaming of one of their stands. New sponsors, Gilbert and Rose, estate agents, have given their name to the West Stand at Roots Hall Stadium. But the National League side did not foresee the issues that might arise from naming a stand the Gilbert and Rose West stand. <laughs> Rose West, of course, was an evil bastard who helped that cunt Fred West with his crimes of murdering people. Yeah. Uh, the club are now in talks with the sponsor to change the uh, the wording of the stand name. Here's an idea. The Gilbert and Rose stand, formerly West. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> uh, police, meanwhile, in South End have warned locals that an actual serial killer is currently on the loose right now. Uh, the killer has been uh, murdering people with knitting needles, but the police chief saying he thinks the killer is following some kind of pattern. Oh, good. Health with Dr. Doris. Yeah. Yeah, right, lads. I um, had a patient in the other day, and I said to him, Sir, this is really serious. I'm afraid you must stop masturbating. Patient says, oh, God, doctor, why? How bad is it? I said, I've got no idea. I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> Another patient later that day says, Doc, you've got to help me. I've got 12 knobs. I said, what a load of old bollocks. <laughs> hey, Stu, I wanted to be a, uh, a doctor, but I didn't have the patience. Yeah. <laughs> Travels with Arnie, huh? Yeah. This week, I travelled to Bruges in uh, Belgium. I uh, saw so a delightful Valentine's card there. It was, well, it's a Valentine's card mural on a big giant wall in the Brussels city centre. Uh, when I got there, I was amazed. It said there's a picture of me with a poem uh, that said, Roses are red, violets are blue. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> Lovely. The weather this week will be mystifying. Oh, yes, please. Well, thank you, Stu. That was in the news. And now it is time for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Hi. Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. The new feature that replaced Bastermind. God, I miss Bastermind. <laughs> I'll bring it back again one day. As soon as this finishes, we're going back on it. Yeah, we, we ain't got any other ideas. <laughs> uh, we've got to G, unfortunately. There's still 21 letters to go. <laughs> no, all right. No, 19 letters to go. 19. Yeah. Oh, God. 
So this week I give out Gone in 60 Seconds. Yep. And I give you Ghostbusters 2016. I know yeah. Brent, Brendo Tron's one of his favourite films. It's fucking shit. No, it's not. I don't mind it. Don't like it. Turned it off halfway through. Did you? Yeah, don't like it. Oh, you're not going to get some of these questions then. Worst of the four. <laughs> you ain't seen the next one yet. The next I've one. seen Afterlife. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, shit. No, no, no. no. Stu, um, have you got a tagline for me? Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters 2016. Stop ruining classics. Okay, yep. Um, do you want my tagline for Gone in 60 Seconds? I'm quite proud of this one. Nicolas Cage always goes off in under a minute after entry. <laughs> I didn't realise I didn't realise Nicolas Cage was in it until about well, until he first appeared, about 15 minutes into the film. And I was like, Nicolas Cage is in it. Fucking brilliant. Well, he did it from the start. He's not. He's not in it right at the start. No, it's his brother that they're nicking cars, and then it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yes, Nicholas comes along, save the day. <laughs> Put the car back in the box. Put the car back in the garage. Stu, would you like your questions first? Uh, yes, yeah, came up the way, Sean. Okay, question one: What is interesting about Chris Hemsworth's glasses? There's no um, lens in there. Yeah, no lens. Yeah, no glass. Um, question two, what is um, the first mansion called? Tibetan mansion. It's the Aldridge mansion, right at the start of the film, um, with Gabe from The Office in it, New York's Office. Um, yeah. So uh, what is the two main characters' book called? They've got a book out. What's it called? I remember. Ghosts from Our Past. Yeah. Uh, question four, what school does Melissa McCarthy work at? Um, New York High. It's Kenneth P. Higgins Institute of Science. I would have accepted any of the two bits of it. Uh, and question five, what does Patty wear around her neck? I'll give you a little bit of a clue, Stu. What does it say on Patty's necklace? I don't know. It says Patty. just says Patty. Which one was Patty? Uh, it was, she was played by, I can't remember what her name is. She's the last one that joins. The one that works in the subway station. Yeah. Uh, oh, bloody, what's her name? She's in SNL, isn't she? They're all in SNL. Yeah. Well, no, but she's still in it now, I think. No, no, she left a while ago. Oh, she left now. Yeah, I think she like left. Now. The, the, oh, Kate. Um, Kate McKinnon. I'm good. She left. And she's the best one. Yeah. Well, a lot of them have left now, haven't they? A lot of the um, old cast have left now because Carl, um, Carl Thingy's left. Um, yeah. Leslie, Leslie, I can't remember her last name, but it's Leslie. Oh, yeah, uh, oh. she did a really funny sketch with um, Peter Dinklage once about them being nude and in the woods. She was really good, though. yeah, she was really funny. Go on, then, Stu, give me my questions. So, you got uh, you got one out of five. So, it's Leslie, yeah, it's Leslie something, yeah, Leslie Jones, yeah, Leslie Jones. Yeah, there you go. Well, not bad, didn't he? She doesn't watch last film, not bad. Yep. Okay, gone six seconds. The day and time when we first see Memphis. It has a title when it comes up. Monday at 9am? Oh, Monday at 2.15pm. Ah, oh, bollocks. What is the name of Memphis' brother? Oh, bollocks. <laughs> oh. How do you get this one? 
<laughs> no, I can't. I, I can't. I was remembering Memphis's name because his last name's Reigns. Yeah. I can't remember his brother's name. Kip. Oh, Kip. Fucking hell. Ah, I always do the second one easier. Yeah. How many cars does Memphis need to steal to save his brother? 50. Yeah. What type of car is Eleanor? You know what? I knew this question had come up. Um, and I want it bang on as well. Oh, I'm not going to get it bang on. It's, I can't remember. It's like a Mustang or something, isn't it? It's a 1967 Shelby GT500. Yeah, it's the last one. The last well, couple of steals, isn't it? Final question. How's a couple of tiebreaker involved here? What is the name on the number plate of the Humvee? Snake. It's Snake. Because oh, there's a snake in the car. Yeah. What I didn't get still about this film is why does the... Um, it, like the main character is Memphis Reigns, right? Why does the detective call him Randall? I don't know. <laughs> it's never explained. It's like, why does he call him Randall? Ridiculous. I like when uh, Vinny has his line at the end. I didn't know you. I didn't know you were English. Whoa. Oh, yeah. So now it is 5-1 to me. Stu, would you like your tie-break question? Yeah, go on. How many red horizontal stripes are on the chest of their uniform? Three. It's four. Yours was, where does Memphis tell the cops the cars are? Oh, a shipping container. Yeah, which one? Is it 14? Yes, Pier 14. Well done. Pier 14, yeah. I watched it earlier. I watched it before the show. I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, I, it it, I mean, it's not... I want to watch it again as well. It's not a... It's not a Clever film, but it was quite interesting. Anything with Nicholas yeah. Cage in it. So like, I want a film along that lines, like a no-brainer action funny. I want that film. Stu, I'm going to give you a really nice film in a couple of weeks. I have got a really nice film that you're going to love. Okay. Jumanji. Put in. Jumanji. No, but I've got a really nice film in a few weeks that you're absolutely going to adore. But you are going to have to go through this film that I've found for you. So I'm going to be nice to speak to you. Well, I, I told you I've got a really nice film next week, next episode. But this really one, I, thought nice. was... I like to watch films after. Don't give me shit one. I know, but this film, I, I thought, would be really... turn them off. That's why yeah, I keep but... losing. I don't watch all listen, the films. Listen, you've got to watch them. Um, I, I just thought this would be funny for you to watch. <laughs> I'll tell you yours first. Go on then. I was nice. Yours is on Netflix. Yours is Happy Gilmore. Oh, I like that one as well. I know, I see. I was good to you. I gave you gone in 60 seconds. Now, happy Gilmore. All right. Um, I apologize, Stu. <laughs> I will give you a nice one next week. But I just thought this would be funny. I better give... be Horton Wears a Who or some shite like that. Oh, don't be silly. It's Paris Hilton in Hottie and the Naughty. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's that, a porno? Rhyme. What? Is it a porno or something? No, it's not a porno. It's when she started was doing films. It's called The Hottie and the Naughty. What's it on? Amazon Prime. Ain't got to pay, have Put in. Ain't got to pay. No, it's free. Hottie <laughs> and the Naughty. That's going to be shit. What are they rating it? It's really low rating, Stu. I bet it is. Like but I thought it'd be funny to give you that one. Hottie and the Naughty. Joel hmm. David Moore and Paris Hilton. 1.9 out of 10. <laughs> it's, I, think it, I think it's in the top like 10 of IMDb IMDb worst films of all time I can state that 
no, look at the woman's face. That part, that not. An hour, and, oh, it's only an hour and a half. Yeah, see, it's a short one. I promise you, Stu, on the next episode, I'll give you a nice film. Have you seen this film? No. So I've got to watch it as well. I've never heard of anyone in this film. It looks terrible. Oh, heard of Paris Hilton. I might watch it on the train to London tomorrow. Yeah, lucky. Right. So uh, that was Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. And now it's time for Tales Down a Bag O' Nails. In each episode, Stur I head down to London. Still worried about that, about Hot in the Nut. Yeah, I'm still disturbed by that film. In this episode, it was Stu's turn to go down to the Bag of Nails. And Stu, who did you meet this week? It's this week I met a guy called Gary on the Gates Yates. Gary on the Gates Yates? Yeah. He's a local security guard for NPC car parks. Oh, Too yeah. To join the police force, but he still hopes they'll let him clean the squad cars or look after the guns. Oh, that's nice of him, isn't it? It's nice to have dreams. Yes. He's a really nice guy, actually. Um, here's the tape. Huh? Thank you. And click. Hello. Gary here. Run security at the NCP. NPC. I always get that wrong. Run security at the NPC car park. So you could say I'm kind of like a copper. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could say it, couldn't you? You could. I can't hear you, mate. <laughs> that joke never gets old, does it? <laughs> anyway, you never get crime in my car park. I won't let it happen. Not with me being a copper and all that. I've always said that crime in multi-story car parks is wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Very good. I'll tell you what, lads. Never had a father figure growing up. I did have wrestling figures, but never had a father figure. That's another story. Yeah. But uh, I wasn't particularly close to my dad before he died, which was lucky as he trod on a landmine. <laughs> so, uh, forgive my uh, manners. Let me let me tell you a little about myself. It's a reflexive pronoun that means me. <laughs> I watched the uh, the theory of everything the other day. You seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good film that. Uh got back from the bag of nails, took the film on, watched fear of everything. Yeah. Good film. Cracking film back actually. Uh tricky title though. I would have called it Look Who's Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed memories of childhood, me. I was raised as an only child. Really annoyed my sister. Huh. And we were, we were really poor growing up. As a child, I was made to walk the plank. Couldn't afford a dog. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. Driving home from work, I picked up uh, picked up a hitchhiker. I mean, you have to when you knock them down, don't you? <laughs> before, before I go, before I go, fella, been telling the customers about my invention for their cars in the car park, in the NCP, you know, NPC, NCP. It's a, it's a telepathically controlled air freshener. Yeah? It makes sense when you think about it. Oh. See you later, lads. <laughs> I'll be back. I like him. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, Stu. That was lovely, that. So uh, in the next episode, I'll be heading down to the uh, bag o' nails. What are you ruining? <laughs> oh, now I've got, I've got something planned for the next one. It's a good one. Are you going to piss off next week? 
<laughs> so thanks steve that was bag of nails uh, now let's have some top tips from mike reed so in each episode Stu gives us two tips from mike reed to help us with our everyday lives Stu, what we got this week uh, well, here's the tape. I'm not, I've not listened to it this week, so it's going to be a surprise for me as well. Thank you. And click. All right, lads. Mike Reed here. Two more tips for you to get... Actually, sorry, no. I've got one tip this week, and uh, I've been a bit busy, so I'll just tell you a joke at the end as well. Is that right? Yep. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, wooden spoons are great. Wait, what am I doing? Hey, Mike Reed. I don't like it. Wooden spoons, yeah. Wooden spoons are great. You can use them to prepare food, or if you can't be bothered with that, just write a number on one and walk into a pub. <laughs> Very clever. Yeah, so uh, I couldn't think of anything else this week. Um, that was a pretty good tip, to be fair. But I've got a joke for you this week. Um, let's urge you to do comedy on your show. Not really listened to it before, but uh, I'll give you an end. Two lads are in the office. One says to the other, can I use your dictaphone? The other one says, no, you can use your finger like everyone else, you perv. <laughs> and Thanks, Mike. And uh, see you again next episode. So uh, let's just get the, get, get the bits out of the way, Stu. If you would like to contribute to our top three in the next episode, which is Stu. Uh, your top three dream dinner guests, dead or alive. Remember, the dead ones will be alive if you bring them back. Yeah, um, you can, or you can tell us your favourite. Will be filmed from nineteen ninety seven. You can con- you can get in contact via Instagram and Twitter at Stu and Alpod, or you can email us Stu and Alpod at gmail.com. Get in contact, or you could watch any of the films that we've got next week, which are Happy Gilmore and Hottie and the Naughty. <laughs> and in the next episode, it's going to be a special episode, isn't it, Stu? Is it? Oh, yes. Um, me and I will be going to Nottingham. Nottingham? Uh, at half past 12, we'll be watching my beloved Chelsea take on Fulham. And then throughout the day, we'll be recording around the bars of Nottingham. With and we, special- will have, we will have a special guest, which is... With Chris from formerly at VAR at the bar, will be on the show. Yep. So, um, Stu, have you got anything for the uh, for, before we go? I have not. I don't know. I should have saved Wurgen's Island for this bit. Never mind. Oh, no. Silly sausage. Um, Stu, I, uh, I've got another question for Britney Spears, if you're interested. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brittany, um, when I was living in Leicester, um, when Stu used to come out to my house after school, there was an old lady who lived next door. Can you tell me her name? It's gonna be May. That's correct. Was that her name? Yeah, May. Old lady called May who lived next door. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, Brittany, the yeah. oh. I was trying to make the Star Wars poster for a competition to win a lightsaber the other week. Um, the force be with you, but I can't think of the first bloody word. Do you know what it is? It's gonna be May. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, still, I've got a um, I've been out onto the streets, uh, to do a little bit of. You know, uh, journalism out there, and I've asked three. You've been members... vox popping, if you will. Sorry, you've been vox popping. 
Vox, I've been Vox popping, Stu. Oh, Lord, I love that word. So I went out to the streets and played them an episode of our podcast and asked three people. I said to them, hey, um, these two people, Stu and Al, are actually a, are a cover for the Illuminati. They're like the leaders of the Illuminati. What do you think about that? So I asked three people, you know, what they thought of this Stu and Al being the leaders of the Illuminati. So I've got a cassette, Stu, of their oh. recordings. So here you go. I'll pass it to you. Yeah. Click. Hi there. Um, you've just listened to an episode of the Stu and Al pod. Did you know that Stu and Al are actually the leaders of the Illuminati? What do you think about that? It's chick clones. Yeah, really, you will do they? When did you go to Ireland? <laughs> this was just on the um, street outside my house, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the next one. Hi, um, you've just listened to an episode of the Stu and Al pod. Did you know that actually Stu and Al are the leaders of the Illuminati? Hi, hi, I don't believe in your conspiracy theories there. Yeah, yeah, apart from that one about the goat that went to Albania to... <laughs> lose my accent now. <laughs> went to Albania to, to run for president, so he did. But he got himself a TV show and interviewing the old pop star, so he did. <laughs> when did you go to Scotland? <laughs> yeah, his last one. Hi, uh, you just listened to an episode of this Stu and Al pod. Did you know that Stu and Al are actually the leaders of the Illuminati? Oh, well, <laughs> I've got to get my Welsh accent now, then. Um, huh. I'm doing oh, Illuminati, hey! I, uh, I, I think I was in that back in 1967 with my friend Hugh. Oh, lovely guy, Hugh. Uh, do anything for you, he would. I was re-shingling my roof, um, and he helped me out. Shame he passed away with that Roswell incident, mind. Oh, yes, so it is. <laughs> That's a stew. When did you go wherever that was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've had a great time, haven't we? And hey, if you're... Uh... If you're interested in uh, finding out more about the um, conspiracy theories, uh, you know, have a look around it. It's quite interesting. Some of them are generally interesting, and uh, you know, it's all a bit, of, you know, it's all a bit of fun in it, Stu. It's all Just a bit of fun. Laughing it, Stu. Really laughing today. Oh, you're fun, isn't it? I was hoping to do it first. Yeah, you're having a bit of a laugh. I like having a laugh, like you know, me and the fellas, and we're having a couple of pints. We have a bit of a laugh. Right, so it's time to say goodbye. And that is the end of episode 53. We will be back live in in Nottingham. If you are in Nottingham on the 10th of September, September. give us a shout. Uh, We would love to see some of you about. We'll buy you a pint. If there's. Just just send us a message on the Instagram or the Twitter. I'll have it on my phone, so I'll pick up the message. Yeah, if you like that. Like on, on the show as well. Have a little hello on the show. Yeah, yeah, it's too. Mm. Yeah, imagine yeah. it really would. It really would. It really you're them cunts off that podcast. Yeah, you're them cunts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, Stu. Here we go.